This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That gets us to Joey Porter Jr. And Joey Porter Jr., obviously the son of Joey Porter, the great outside linebacker from the Pittsburgh Steelers, is, is a legit. North Allegheny High School. I'm from the Berg. I know all the high schools in Pittsburgh. North Allegheny plays some great football. And he was a star there, went to Penn State, been starting. 31 starts at Penn State. You know, look, he's 6'2". He's 195 pounds. Uh, you know, he's he's got 31 starts. You can watch him against Ohio State. You can watch him against the guys at Michigan. You can watch him, you know, against elite receivers um, in and out of the Big Ten. Um, you know, he ran a 4-4-7 for a guy 6'2". I mean, it's he can flat out move. You know, he, I, I feel like he can play off man. He can play press man. He likes to get his hands on guys and reroute anybody running, you know, a cover two. You love guys that can press and, you know, right there at the line of scrimmage, reroute, get back into coverage, take the quarter away, like all that stuff you got to do. Like he could do all that. But if you want to just put him out there and go, okay, you got the, you know, you got DK Metcalf, Joey, go line up on him. You want to get your hands on DK and, you know, chance it that you miss. Let me see you go run with it, you know, with a freak like that, you know, so, um, you know, you watch him against Purdue. Purdue loves to throw the football. Guy had six passes defensed against Purdue this year. Like, that was the first game I watched. I go, okay, Joey Porter, all right? That's uh, that's my number one corner. But, you know, you watch these guys, you you keep, like, kind of readjusting them, you know, over a period of time. But, like, look, Pittsburgh picks number 17 in the first round. I believe they're going to take an offensive tackle. But if the tackle that they covet, that they love, is gone, like – Pittsburgh Steelers make a lot of sense. They lost Cam Sutton in free agency. Um, they lost uh, they lost to safety, Edmonds in free agency. So they lost two starters in the secondary. So you go, you know, there's a team that covets the family bond. You know, um, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Joey Porter, you know, his father, star with the Steelers. You look at um, Haywards, you know, Cam and his, his brother, you know, look at TJ and Derek Watt, you know, they're, they're a team that doesn't afraid, not afraid. In fact, I think it's encouraged bring the family, you know, fun to the, to the, you know, to uh, Heinz field or whatever it's called right now. Anyways, uh, I could see him go 17 to Pittsburgh, um, Baltimore, like they need a corner. There's Marlon Humphrey, you know, Marcus Peters is gone. Um, Chuck Clark is gone. Like they need a corner and, you know, uh, Mike McDonald wants to play man coverage. Uh, you know, does, does any of these corners get past Baltimore picking number 22? Like sometimes Baltimore is just in a position where they just pick the best player. And they're really good at that as Ozzie Newsome trait. But, you know, Eric DeCosta running the team this year, like it just might happen that the need and the talent might be a corner this year for the Baltimore Ravens. I can see if one of these four players is there at 22 that I just mentioned, Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Banks, Porter. Like, I could see Baltimore jumping in there and taking him. Remember Marlon Humphrey? Um, you know, his dad played in the league, Alabama. 
Ozzie Newsome, Alabama. Like you just go, okay. Um, you know, he's been starting since day one there. Really, you know, great kid, great player. And then my fifth corner is Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. I just happened, um, my first college game this year was uh, in Starkville, University of Memphis, Mississippi State, cowbells were ringing. Like I couldn't wait to get to Starkville. Had never been there before. Mike Leach was on the sideline, bless his heart. And I just went through uh, Steve Spurrier Jr., um, the son of Steve Spurrier, my college coach at Duke. Like he was on the staff. So I there I got, I got my chart out. I got Steve Spurrier Jr. I'm like, okay, tell me who I got to watch today. Like go through defense first because I think I know the offense. But go through the defense. And so maybe the second player he talked about was Emmanuel Forbes. And so what do you have? You know, here's a guy that's, you know, 6'1". He's got to jump around the shower just to get wet. I mean, he's he's real thin. You know, he's 165 pounds, maybe 170, maybe. Um, but regardless, the guy uh, is a great corner. I mean, first of all, he had 14 interceptions. I'm just going to say that again. There's nobody in this draft that in their course of college football had 14 interceptions. And six of them went for touchdowns. I mean, you just put on, uh, what was it? Put on the first game, 2021, Indiana. Mississippi State went to Indiana. I think the third play, he picked uh, the left-handed quarterback from Indiana, whatever his name was. Um, he had two pick sixes in a game. You know, uh, the guy has suddenness. Like, if if the ball is tipped, like, he's taking it. Like, you know, he's got great hands, great eye-hand coordination. Um, from Granada, Mississippi, like some of these high schools, some of these small towns in Mississippi, um, you know, they, they, they love football. I mean, it's not just Batesville and Jackson. You go to Granada, I don't know, not far from Starkville. Uh, that's where he's from. 34 starts, you know, um, for Mississippi State. Um, really talented player. You got to just wrap your head around that he's never going to be probably more than 170 pounds, just the way he's built. He's been healthy, talented player. Now, I said there's, it's so talented in this draft, you got to keep talking. Like Cam Smith at South Carolina is a really talented player, 6'1", 188 pounds. You know, he had 18 starts, six interceptions, you know, 18 passes defense. You know, you, you kind of like, okay, can you trust Cam Smith? Like that's – like he tested – Really well. He ran a 4-4-3, split. He's got all he's got all the measurables. Um, but he but he's had injuries. And when I say trust, you know, can he line up? That's what I mean. You know, he had a concussion hamstring injury this year, had surgery on his foot the year before, missed two starts his freshman season. So he's had injuries in all three years. So that's that's the knock on Cam Smith. But when he's on the field, he's very good, he's very productive in a great conference. You can watch him against Bryce Young, you watch him against Will Levis. You watch him against, you know, the great quarterbacks coming out this year or last year. You know, he's got good tape. And then there's a kid at Iowa, Riley Moss. Like, okay, he might be a little stiff. But can you be stiff and still be 6'1", 193 pounds, run a 4'5", run a 148'10", you know, jump 39 inches uh, from Ankeny, Iowa. Um, not far from uh, from Ames, actually, or or from Iowa City, uh, but he had 11 interceptions. 
He had 25 passes defensed. He had two forced fumbles. Like, you watch that Iowa defense. I remember I did the Big Ten championship game against Michigan. It was an ugly um, turnout by Iowa. Um, Big Ten championship 2021 in Indianapolis. I announced the game. And, you know, I'm just down there on the field. You know, Charles Woodson, some of the stars, both sides. I see the head coach in Iowa. And I'm just looking at all these guys that are coming out. Lucas Van Ness, Jack Campbell, um, Zach Valkenberg, like all these guys at Iowa on defense that are good players. And there's Riley Moss. And you go, okay, like where do you stack him? Is he the, the is he the sixth best corner, the seventh best corner? He's there. He's right there. I don't believe he's a first round pick, but I don't, you know, I I I kind of look at the top of the second round and I go, I don't know, Houston needs a corner. Um, you know, opposite. Uh, what they did a year ago. Um, you know, Indianapolis with their second round pick, could they take a corner? Like some of these guys are going to go at the top of the second round. Uh, I believe Seattle still needs a corner. Um, I believe Detroit, you know, they pick, they have two second round picks like Cam Smith, Riley Moss. That can make a lot of sense. And then the last one is a guy that, you know, set the combine on fire. So I don't want to leave him out. DJ Turner from Michigan. Um, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't have the size that some of these guys have, you know, he's, He's 5'11", 178. He's not, you know, he's he, he's got that kind of prototypical size. He's not real long, but he's got good enough size. But, you know, he ran the 4'2", 640. Like, that's that's real. That means long speed. You want to get, you know, Stephon Diggs in a double move, and you you kind of freeze on the double move, and do you have the catch-up speed? Well, when you run 4'2", 6, you got catch-up speed. You know, jumped well, all that stuff. Um, he redshirted his first two years at Michigan, and then he put up, you know, um, 36, you know, starts, um, you know, the last couple of years. Uh, look, uh, I don't know. Is he a second round pick? Probably. It's probably my eighth best corner. But this is, I mean, these, these, I could keep going. These corners are going to go, they're going to keep falling off the board into the third round. You know, like teams are going to get starting corners. Just read my lips. Teams are going to get starting corners in this draft in the third round. I believe every guy I mentioned just now can start in the NFL this season. You know, whether it's, you know, nickel, second half of the year, you know, learn the game, compete. Like, these guys are going to get on the field, all eight of them, and there's more to go. So, anyways, this is a talented class. Uh, you know, I think there's really good tackles at the top of the draft. There's some intriguing quarterbacks at the top of the draft. It's a really good draft for tight end, but it might be the best draft class for cornerbacks that we've seen in a while. We could see five go in the first round, and we might see six go in the first round, top 31 picks. That's Baldy's breakdowns to cornerbacks coming at you. If I sound excited about the cornerback class, it's because I'm excited about this cornerback class. And remember, this is a cornerback-driven league. When you got corners that can cover and shut guys down on the outside, it gives every great defensive coordinator in this business a chance to come after quarterbacks in a variety of ways.